Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the ChatGolf.com podcast, sponsored by Pure Greens and Turf. I'm your host, Zeb Patton. Today's guest is Baylor School golf coach Gary Partrick. Coach Partrick is the newest member of the Chattanooga Sports Hall of Fame. He was also recently recognized by MaxSports.com as the best girls high school coach in the country. Now, before we get to my interview with Coach Partrick, I'd like to bring your attention to an amazing Chattanooga golf tournament that's not only about playing your best game, but also about giving back to the community. I'm talking about the Monday before the Masters Golf Tournament at Sweetens Cove, a one-of-a-kind event that benefits the Austin Hatcher Foundation for Pediatric Cancer. This tournament, taking place on April the 3rd at Sweetens Cove, is not just a chance to enjoy a beautiful day on one of Tennessee's best courses, it's also an opportunity to support an incredible cause. The Austin Hatcher Foundation for Pediatric Cancer is a Chattanooga-based nonprofit organization that provides free services to families facing pediatric cancer. Austin Hatcher provides counseling, therapy, testing, and more to parents, siblings, and diagnosed children which makes a huge difference in the lives of families during this difficult journey of pediatric cancer. By playing in the Monday Before the Masters Tournament, you help support the Austin Hatcher Foundation and the families they serve. 100% of the proceeds go directly to the foundation, so you can be sure that your contribution will make a significant impact. So don't miss this Masters in Your Backyard experience on April 3rd at Sweetens Cove for a day of fun and giving back. Visit hatcherfoundation.org forward slash golf to register and learn more about this special tournament that brings together golf, charity, and community. Spots are very limited, so do not wait. So, without further ado, sit back and enjoy and listen to my friend, Coach Gary Partrick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the chatgolf.com podcast. I'm your host, Zeb Patton. Today, I'm at, it's a rainy, cold day, and I'm on the campus of Baylor High School, which probably means we're with the newest member of the Chattanooga Sports Hall of Fame. I'm going I'm to go ahead and do a couple more things on the intro here, and it may take me a minute because apparently you're about in every other Hall of Fame and every other award you possibly get. But to start with this, this past March, he was inducted into the Chattanooga Sports Hall of Fame for golf. He's the 2021-2022 TWSAA Distinguished Service Award winner. He's the 2022 TWSAA Coach of the Year for Girls Golf. He was just recognized by MaxSports.com as the best girls high school coach in the country. He has won 11 TWSAA State Golf Championships. And I'm sure I could go on, but they all might stop listening. Welcome, Gary Partick. Thank you very much. Gary, there's so much I need to unwrap here, and but I, with every person, I always kind of do a timeline about you and how your golf. And um, we were talking about this off the camera a minute ago. But kind of this, run me through. When was the first time you actually held a golf club? Creeks Bend Golf Club, 1968. I, I was seven years old. We moved to Chattanooga. I may have held one in Seaford, Delaware, before that, but I don't remember. Gotcha. But my dad was a he loved golf, so I kind of got to grow up always around the golf course. So you you started golf pretty early, which is kind of unique in the fact that you were a five-sport letterman at Red Bank, so you were playing a lot of sports. 
did did golf was it was it just kind of at the bottom of the pile there of those everything you were doing or it was always kind of my escape pastime. I, now I love to play, and I, I got to grow up around at Creeks Bend with some really really good junior players, of which I was not one of, but I could imitate. Um, so the Henleys and um, we we had a bunch Belchers and Landfreeds and uh, there were a bunch of people there. Um, Eric Landfried, yeah. who I played with yeah, uh, one I, year at UTC. I, we had a, there were a lot of kids there, so we wore Mike Nelms out. He was kind of our daily babysitter. Um, but I was really small for my age, and once I grew some, then football and baseball and the other things, um, and I couldn't beat those guys. Yeah, I, I, I was. I'm like, I have no future in this. Um, so I, I went with the other ones, but I always played. Um, so I, I've been around it my whole life. My dad was even president of the members. Did at, you? Did you? Uh, were you still playing recreation scene while you were playing in, uh, playing football in college? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. If we had a day off, or I, I went and played Swan Lake Golf Course in Clarksville, Tennessee. Sure, yeah, and. Um, but yeah, that was that was the escape for me. It was so. Uh, I, I only know of one other, and I'm sure somebody will call me out on this. One of the five sport Letterman in Chattanooga, uh, maybe Mike Bennett, maybe my and you and you. So, but Mike had golf in his. You didn't have golf. No, golf was one of mine. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Who was the golf coach at Red Bank? Hutch, Al Ball, Coach maybe? Lewis, Coach Lewis. Coach Lewis was the golf coach. At Red Bank, and he could play. Um, but we had Chris Bird. Oh, sure. It's another one on that. Scott Patton, Tim Crawford. Oh, God, y'all were good. You, you, we were real good. And you could have played. And you, if you didn't beat him in golf, you could have taken him to the basketball yep. court and worn him out. Yeah, we were pretty. Yeah, we were pretty Tim was a good was basketball, good. and yeah. so was Scott. Scott, Scott was a hell of a basketball good. player. And the Pierces, Jimmy and Johnny. Oh, oh God. Me, yeah, we. Y'all were good. Yeah, we, we had a really good. You probably, how far along did y'all make it? Did you make it to state? Or? I don't even remember. So I, much we, we were good. Then. Uh, Chris Burden won the state. I do remember that. He was. It the was state champion. so much harder then. Yeah. Um, even my senior year at Baylor, you know, we it was all one. It was everybody was together. I mean, the yeah. public, the private, and we had three teams that were in the district, and each, each one of us could have won the state, and only two of us got to get out of there. Get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, we were. We were pretty good. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I never played higher than five. I can tell you that. I was lucky to be the fifth guy. Well, that happens here a lot. Yes, that it does. Uh, we'll get into that later. The uh, okay. So at Red Bank, did you did, did uh, your senior year? Did you know it, it was going to be football at yeah. the next level for sure? Yeah, I, it was football, and I had an opportunity to do football, baseball. Um, so when I committed, I wanted to go where they threw the ball the most. Sure, I, I didn't really. I want to be one of those guys that was a scout team guy very long. So um, I was for, I picked Austin P, um, young head coach, and threw it a lot. And so you entered Austin P in the fall of '78. Fall '79. Yep. First year. I know what. There's an injury you're going to tell me about yeah. here in a second. Kind of get me caught up on this. Yeah. So probably was still too small to play. <laughs> Wasn't quite ready. Uh, physically, um, but started 
nine games. And as a true freshman. Yeah. Wow. And had a cervical neck injury, C five and six fracture at Murray State, November the third, nineteen seventy nine, I can tell you the day. Um You are really good with dates, by the um, way. And I kind of left there in a helicopter and that was the end of it. And tried to play again in eighty one. Got a few games and then got into coaching. It was just too dangerous, too too painful. You know, I had it made. Right. I wasn't even having to practice. You know, I didn't wear a helmet. I had it made. Just play the game, um, which was great. Sure. You're like a, <laughs> but I just you're like a Yeah. I, couldn't, I, I still couldn't stay healthy. So That'd be um, so frustrating. Yeah. So they, I walked into a meeting. They threw me a coach's shirt and said, this is what you're going to start doing. So I coached the receivers there, 80, the rest of 81, and then I coached them. They were mine in 82 and 83. That is where we met David Bibby, correct? David Bibby, yes. Bibby, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. I should know better than that. Yeah. Because um, he is the one that ultimately got you here to Bader School, we correct? Coached, he was coaching the secondary. I was coaching the receivers, and we were running the dorm, football dorm. And, um, yeah, I was at Cleveland High School in spring of 2000. He took the Baylor job and wanted to know if I would – be interested in coming to be the offensive coordinator. and um, But know. before that, you had some experience here, right, at Baylor? First, in 84 as a student? Student teacher. First one ever. But maybe the last. I may have – they didn't want to do that again. Um, but what is yeah. a – I'm going to act really stupid here. What is a student teacher? Yeah. You, didn't, it, you, it didn't, really have, you didn't have teacher. them. You didn't have them here. Uh, somebody in college that um, – wants to get into education, they send them their last semester out to a school and they teach. Like an internship. And the, yeah. yeah. And um, it's really strange. I was recruiting Chattanooga, so I was here. But I had never – I'd already graduated. I had not done my student teaching. And I thought, you know, I probably ought to do that. Um, so I asked the education guy at Austin P. is there any chance I could do my student teaching in Chattanooga? That way I could teach during the day. I could go to spring practices and recruit in the mm-hmm. afternoon. And he called a guy at Chattanooga, a guy named Dr. Dan Baker. He was the head of the education department. And one, he answered his phone. When, you know, didn't sure. have answer machines back then. Um, and he agreed to supervise my student teaching. And he called back the next day and said that they had had an idea to put a student teacher in a private school setting and they didn't want to use one of UTC students and did he mind if I was the guinea pig I got Baylor and Bright School and that him answering that phone call really changed my past 16 years you know and I get to see I never thought about it you know but every day I'm at Black Creek Dr. Baker lives right beside number six green and I, he's out there every day, and he kind of tells you what, where your ball went before you crossed the hill. Yeah, I and told he him I was out of bounds a couple of times. And I asked him, I said, Doc, it just hit me. I, do you remember getting a phone call in 84 from – I said, that was me. I said, you completely changed my life, my kids, my everything by you answering and saying yes. 
He goes, I, I had no idea that was you. I said, yeah, that was 40 years ago. Wow. 39 years ago. Yeah, it, and I see him every day. And um, it's really a, a neat, but he, he sure had an effect on my career. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah. He's probably waiting for you to start sending some checks. He probably, yeah. He's, so you, you finish up this air at East Ridge High School next? Yep. I was recruiting there, and they had a health job that was coming open, and Raymond James talked me into taking that, and um, that was the start of – And you became, you became the head coach there, correct? Raymond died in uh, 91 – and I took that over at 30 years old, way probably before I was ready, but I bluffed it pretty good. So, yeah, it, I got thrown into that pretty quick. From there to there to Cleveland? Saudi. Saudi. I went to, uh, Bill Price took the Saudi Daisy job. I went and helped him in head baseball. Did that a few years and then went to Cleveland. And then here. Football Eight. end of it, I, would, I was kind of – I like to throw it. So I kind of went to places that – Wanted to throw it a little bit more. So, you know, in 84, when you're here, and it was a year after I'd graduated, but you and I both had met somebody during that time that I feel certain it had a huge impact on my life even late, later on. And um, I'm talking about Austin Clark. Yep. That, that, that one is, uh, he's one of a kind. He's, oh, uh, he, he knows how fond I am of him. And, yeah. uh, but I, when I was looking at these timelines, and it's funny how you know God works. I mean, it's really. I mean, you got between. I'm, I always miss Pennell David's name, Bybee. Yep. Between him and Austin Clark, that you were destined to be here. Yeah, it was. I mean, when you get that call, there it had to be. How fast can I come? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, you know, I met Austin here, and then you know Austin loves golf and is a really good player, um, but. Yeah, and then 16 years later, I've got that was a pretty. I got to tell you a quick Austin story that people I think will love. Um, my senior year, he was it, it was his first year at Baylor, and Rudy Botke, who mm-hmm. had managed the bookstore, was our golf coach, and we were good. And Rudy was he his management style was get the bus, take them there, and let them do their thing, and that was that. Yeah, um, and it, and we we were pretty self disciplined. But golf back then was in the spring, and I wrestled. And it was, I, I was a starter. I wouldn't say I was any, all that great. But um, and major, I had Major Worsham. And Major Worsham used to beat me up all the time. I, was always, I, was, I could never make weight. He was so mad at me all the time. It was, <laughs> it was brutal. It was great for me. I needed that. But it was tough. So I come out of that, I've got what, six to eight weeks of school left, and I, now I'm going into one sport that I, I love, and I'm being recruited to play. And uh, I hadn't touched a club all winter, obviously, through wrestling, and I get out there, and it's our first day of practice, and Austin's not out there. I miss me and Mike Brown and Roger Daniel. I don't know. We're just out there playing boxing men. And the next day, in one of my classes, I get this note that says, please go see Coach Clark at lunch. And I'm like, is that our new coach? I'm like, is that our new coach? <laughs> so I go down there, I find him. I'm, you know, I'm half cocky. I'm like, hey, coach, what's up? What can I do for you? He goes, did, um, did you throw a club in practice yesterday? I went, I, probably. 
He goes, well, I need to tell you what I need you to do for me. I need you to run at the gate and back right now. Oh, you mean do what? <laughs> I mean, I just left wrestling. I thought that was, <laughs> and that's the, was my introduction to Austin Clark. Yeah, firm and fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was, I just loved him. I mean, I still do today. All right, so you started helping the golf team and winter workouts or something like that in 08. This was a... This is when King's still no, going. This is another one of those God things that changes your direction of your life. So I'm having dinner in the dining hall on a random, like a Tuesday night, something, no reason. Nobody's up there. It's close to the end of the serving hours. And King Emig walks in. I knew who King was. I'd never met King. He was the golf coach. And I was a football guy. And he sits down and we start talking. And, I, you know, and it's golf talk. And he said, oh, you, you like, I said, yeah. I mean, I've played my whole life. I said, matter of fact, my dad was the president of members with your dad's best friend, with Ira Templeton. Really? Yeah. So he goes, well, I just, um, I just opened a new golf course at Black Creek. I said, I know all about it. He goes, you need to join. I said, Coach, I can't afford that. And he said, we have a thing called friend of a founder where you can join for X amount of dollars. Each one of us got two. You can have one of mine. So I joined the next day. I mean, I'm not passing that up. So I told him I had a son that played. And, you know, um, so that dinner in 2002 got he and I connected. And then when Jaeger and Harris was here and Bro- we, we had it all, but we had some borders and I worked in the dorm and I, I guess it was Steven. I said, golf season ended middle of October. I said, what are you doing now? I mean, it's still 85 degrees. Mm-hmm. He goes, I, I don't know. So I went to the athletic director. I said, Hey, what you, you know, who was the athlete? Was it Austin? It was Thad. Okay. Because this was like seven, 2006, seven. I don't remember. I said, what you pay me to do baseball in the spring? I'll do two roles. I'll do a winter golf role and a spring golf role. But if we don't take care of these boarding kids, they're not coming back to play here for two months. As long as the weather's good, they need to go play. And practice. And he agreed. So King said, they're yours. So I had day kids going to Chattanooga and honors and wherever. And then the boarding kids went with me. And we, we went seven days a week. Really? Somewhere. Every day as long as Mother Nature was friendly. And that's how I, and I did that for. You had to love that. Two or three years. Yeah. You know, I'm. Yeah, after a football season ended, sure, and the, and the grind of that, and um, I'm getting paid to go do my hobby. Right, it was awesome, you know. And you uh, coached football here up until what year? Eight, I guess eight, something like that, eight or nine. Okay, because you, you took over the job at on and nine. So. Yeah, so it was eight, I guess. Um, so yeah, it it just that one dinner with King, and then I coached with him one year, and. He said, you can have it. I'm done. And 
That's how I got it. So I never really even had to apply for it. It just, it, it all just. It worked out. It all just the way it was supposed to be. When you got that gift, what was your biggest fear? Well, I knew one of the reasons why he left <laughs> is we didn't have anybody but Keith Mitchell. <laughs> we, it was going to be, we, we did not have any, um, you know, all those other guys were gone and it was going to be start over. And, and we did, it, it was not a continuation. Uh, I felt so sorry for Keith. Uh, he was kind of by himself. Um, we had some nice players, but we didn't have Jaeger and Harris and Van Vendor. We didn't have those guys. Um, as a matter of fact, we didn't make the state tournament. I know. First year. We didn't make it. And Keith almost didn't make it. Shouldn't have made it. Guy missed a two-footer or Keith didn't make it. Um, so in 2010 is really when, okay, um, the junior golf world changed too, Zeb. It, it, those – the players that we had had during that run, they don't go to school anymore. They're, they're homeschooled. Mm-hmm. They play golf all day. They go to school at night. And it was really hard to, um, to attract that kind of player. Um, it was hard to attract kids in Chattanooga because we had a reputation of borders. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. They'll go to Germany and get Jaeger, and you won't play. Boy. So I, I had to deal with that for a while. Um, yeah, it was not as easy as people think, and it, and it's not. And the hours are unbelievable. You know, football guys. I'm putting in way more hours than I did in football. Now I'm not. When I lay my head down at night, I'm not worried about trying to block some three technique that weighs sure. three. You know, I, I sleep better, but um, the hours are. You know, they're, they're long. And but people would never realize just how much goes into this. Especially for a season that literally takes about, what, four to five weeks to do. Yeah, we finish in mid-October. But then the the individual junior tournament circuit is so big right. that your kids have to go to those. That's sure. where they have to be seen. And that falls on me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've been to Huntsville and Nashville twice, and they're leaving for Louisville today. It, you know, it, it's – the off seasons were the hard part. The season, you know, we, we get just, to enjoy the season. We and, zip up Signal Mountain play. That's not a very bad trip. Um, but yeah, it, it is. It's it is seven days a week, and you know the ones at our borders. You're you've got them twenty four hours a day, really responsible. Um, but it has been a an enjoyable ride. It, Sure. It's been fun for me because it, it was new learning. I, you know, I learned, I'd always play, but I didn't really know, I didn't study right. know, the mechanics and swing. But learning all that's been, you know, if you're a lifelong learner, you, that you're, that's a, been interesting. And I, I need one channel on Do my you, television. We, we have the golf channel. That's all we watch. I and mean, it drives my family oh. crazy. I don't watch anything else. Yeah. Well, can you imagine my house? Yeah. yeah it's, and YouTube doesn't help. And, you know, Totally messed my game up. You know, like, oh, I'll try that. I'll try that. Yeah, that's what that's yeah, what gets I, people I like you back to me. Yeah, I can't. I can't, can't quite make that move. Um, as a, 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 you know, you obviously you've been, you, you you took what you I guess you learned in football and in these other sports of coaching, and, 
and you're applying a lot of that to I, that's I don't coach golf like most people coach golf. I am a team. That's what this is. And if you, I'm huge on chemistry. In this room we're sitting in, this is where I do golf me. And you may be the most talented, but if you don't have team chemistry, you're not, you're not winning. Um, explain to, somebody's explain gonna, to somebody that's listening to this that maybe doesn't understand what that team chemistry thing is. The decisions that each kid makes on the, on the shot that needs to be hit versus the shot he wants or she wants to hit. Um, if that is a selfish decision and it is a high risk that you cannot execute um, a majority of the time and you make triple bogey off a selfish decision where you could have made bogey, the old King and big team bogey deal, um, you can't recover from that. And you make that decision, and at the end of the day, we lose by one shot, and you just threw away three. You just let everybody else down. So the name on the bag um, is no – I don't do it any different than any other sport. It, everything is team first, you second. And I don't ever want to hear one of mine talk about, man, I hope I'm the, I win the state championship. You better hope we win the state championship. And that happens as a byproduct of you making the right choices and playing smart and playing well. Oh, my, they, they can all play. And they all have their own swing coach. We video. We have all the technology. We send it off. and They don't need another. They don't need more information. My job is that they think right and act right, kind of the Coach Clark. We're not throwing clubs. We're not. Um, yeah, that's my job. And I guess get them there on time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, that, 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 that helps. Feed them well. But, yeah, but I don't it, – it is a huge chemistry team. Concept. So after a round – after – you know, you can't, you can't see all five players play no. at once. Uh, I'm no. sure you got some you walk. Yeah. If you have a kid that has made triple or something after a poor decision, is, are you finding out – you just you walk him through that. Okay, tell me yeah. what happened here. Would you hit it here? Where was the pin? Yada yada yada. I, everything, and this is part of my military dad. Um, you better have a plan. So if 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 you've made a number, I want to know what was your plan. I thought it was. A, I, I thought I was going to catch a flyer out of that lie. It was downwind. I, okay, we all hit bad shots. That's going to happen. But when I ask you what you're playing with, you go, I don't know. I just, that's not good enough. You, you, you better have an answer of a plan of what you were trying to execute versus I just thought I'd try it. That's not good for your teammates. Um, so that's kind of how we, I, I approach it. But that's all I knew. <laughs> you know, sure. you know I, I just knew that those decisions of watch this usually didn't work out. You know, that that's not the shot. You can do that when you're carrying another bag and wearing another shirt, and, but we can't, we, we can't do that here. That's, uh, I, uh, that is sure explains for some reasons why you've been so successful. I mean, that is just, I love that. I mean, it's, that's good stuff. It really is. I mean, it, and, and I have no idea Zip, if anybody else does it that way. I really don't. 
But I that's how fabulous. That's all I knew. I uh, I had spent some time working with the UTC team about five years ago, and we went to I went to a tournament with them at Furman, and there was a kid, and no matter who it is, uh, he'd hit it in, the, in these left trees on this par five, and and you know we can talk as college coaches, you can yeah, and I can't you can you can, I can you're like a caddy, you can do whatever, and I walked over and I, you know, I'm just this is my first time on the job really, and. And he just looks petrified. He's got this face. He's got the deer in the headlights look, and he's in the he's in the bushes. I mean, it's 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 not good. And he's playing really good too. And uh, he's it's a par five, and I mean, he's like, I think I'm I think I'm going that way. And it's it's he's pointing through an area I can't even see through. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, you know, what would you take on this hole right now if you could just take a score? He goes, par. I <laughs> mean, immediately par. I said, well, we're going to chip out this way and get that par. And he made par, and he's like that. And afterwards, he says, why did you do that? I said, because you're, you're about to introduce a score that could hurt the team yep. terribly. Because, you know, you keep count four out of five scores, and he was going to definitely be a counter that day. And um, I don't I just think that's great that you can get, if you can get that in those kids' head when they're making a decision that this is not about me, this is about – us and what's going to be best for us. I, it's gold. You know, and it's hard. You know, and I watch, you know, every week I check, you know, the junior scoreboard during the summer to see how my kids are playing. And I'm seeing numbers. I'm going, oh my gosh, what is he's playing off? Then he gets to us and all of a sudden it's back down. He's shooting 72. And it almost always comes down to decisions. He's, he's trying stuff that, can't pull off. The architect usually wins. You try to cheat him, he's usually going to win. And, um, you know, it, when, when they're held accountable by their teammates, not just me, but by, I mean, you don't want to let somebody down. Um, they tend to play smarter. They, funny, they score better. Um, but, you know, I had one one year at the state tournament, <clears throat> and we'd had his older brother, too. Had a funky drop on number Nine at Willowbrook is yellow stakes over water, and he, hit it, and he hits it on the bank, and it comes back in. And we'd already talk, I mean, because we can't talk to him. You have to do all this in the hotel room. You have to do all your coaching before it starts. So don't leave anything. Well, now he's taking his shoes off. We've got, we're up two at the turn on the second day oh, to win. He's taking his shoes off. He's, I'm like, okay, this is a shot we don't practice. Right? We're, this is not – we don't need to be doing this. Um, his dad's standing beside me. I'm looking at him going, he's yours. Um, <laughs> where he takes the swing and it doesn't move. Now he's going to take a drop. Well, now he's taking the wrong drop, and I can't stop it. I'm watching the entire state championship go. And this rules official up there goes, young man, do you need any help? I'm like, yes, he does. Uh, yeah, right now. Oh, that is so funny. Uh, and we end up winning, but it, I lost my last two hairs on my head watching that unfold, and there's nothing you can do because you're not allowed to talk to him. And, you know, we finally got that rule changed um, where we can talk to him now from – Green to T, not during play, but and I'll be honest with you, I I tried to get it. I couldn't introduce it because anytime, you know, if 
if Baylor or Macaulay or G, if we introduce a rule to the state, they're up to something, you know. So there was a girl from Saudi Daisy at the city prep, probably her first tournament. I don't know what she made on number one at Bear Trace, but it was double figures. She's having to walk through those woods to number two, T. Pretty good walk. And I'd come by her, and she's sobbing, crying, embarrassed, whatever. And nobody can talk to her. I said, she's never going to play again. Sure. Yeah. This, we just lost a golfer that could have played. Directly. This is no fun. And then nobody could talk to her. I said, we got to have that change. You don't need to call it coaching. Call it consoling, counseling, whatever C word you want to use. But she needed somebody. Sure. And thankfully, it finally passed that we can talk to them from green to tea. But that's only last couple years. That's that's good. I mean, that's a great example of why that needed to happen. It was pitiful to watch. I mean, she was probably so nervous. I don't know. It was... It was a bad experience for her. You've you've been recognized as the best girls high school coach in the country currently. You know, and I know that's not true. <laughs> but, I, but, well, um, I, is yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I appreciate it. Thank you, players. Um, but I tell you, I don't know, Gary. As I'm sitting here listening to this interview, you've raised your. You're up here now as in terms of what I'm seeing as a coach. Um, I, you've impressed the hell out of me right now. Uh, so let's go down this road a minute. It is, it, what are you, are you doing anything different with girls than you are guys? There's some. Not really. No, you can't treat them like you, you know. Back when we were playing, you treated them, everybody got treated the same like dogs. You, you, you can't do that anymore. Um, some need a hug. Some need a chewing. Um, everybody's different. And, you know, I've, I've had girls that could take coaching. Um, and I had some that – and you have some that don't need it. They know. They know immediately that was a – you know, you just look at them and go – Give them that look, and they know. Don't do that again. But they're all different. Um, but I try not to make it any different for the girls than I do the guys. Um, maybe I do. I don't know. I know I've got help now with a girl. I got Reagan Hall helping me, which has been awesome because in case I mess it up, she can fix it. <laughs> I didn't have anybody. You know, it. I don't want to. The uh, when I first moved back to Chattanooga, and that was in uh, and, and started teaching in Chat, it, it, it was about two thousand. The first student I had that was pretty good was Elizabeth Hallman, mm-hmm. and, and and you know her and I became very close friends. Um, I mean, it seems like with me, and then so anyway, I, I got on this run here where I had gir- I was getting girls, but I wouldn't get any guys. I had. Elizabeth Hallman, I had Catherine Hicks, yep. I had Brooke Hickson that played at GPS, who won play at Ole Miss, and um, so I had three kids right there who got signed all Division One scholarships. Yep. So I was getting, I was like, am I going to get a guy anytime soon? Walk through these doors, and Keith walked through the door, yep. and that was that was pretty good. But for me, 
the girls, I don't want to use the word baggage. Uh, you had to deal with more emotions yes. with them. Um, it was just this ebb and flow of stuff, whether it was where the outside stuff was, but there was, it seemed like when a girl showed up, you had, you knew right away, this was, these were all going to be problems you had to deal with. Yeah. Guys, it was more, there's guys don't talk. I've been really fortunate here of having that upper class girl that was, didn't have a lot of drama. I mean, uh, Catherine Holmes, not Mr. Trump, Blakesley Warren, zero drama. Uh, she never hit a shot she liked anyway. Is I mean, she not the best? She was, uh, she, she's uh, been, we did it, one of my podcasts was with her, and she is a huge I mean, fan. Even when she won that mid-AM last year, I said, did you even hit one ball you liked? And she was like, yeah, Coach, I did hit a couple. I mean, she's the kind that, in high school, she made a hole in one. She complained it went in the left side of the hole. So, you know, it was just, but that was her 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 body language. Just was she's very calm. Um, but having that part, I just had one graduate last year, Kendall Shamblin. That it's going to be all right, Coach. I, just as calm, and everybody else followed. Uh, it, 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 I've been lucky to have yeah, that because that's that leader where. Hey, we're not we're not having this ebb and flow of good. You know, I don't want to tell if you're up. You don't want to mess with anybody's you know internal, you know how they their personality. But the old thing of I don't want to tell if you're five over or five under. I don't, I don't want to be able to tell from two fairways over. Right. Um, that doesn't work for everybody. Um, some people are emotional players. Um, I just. We got to make sure it's classy, and we're not, you know, in somebody's space. Or I don't want anything negative. Um, but girl wise, I've been lucky. I mean, just a, a good good leadership. But I'm telling you now that chemistry stuff. I, I we work on. I mean, we we wear these couches out in here. Meetings. Sure. I mean, I've had the meeting where I've, I said, guys, now the stuff I'm going to tell the media, don't believe any of it. But I'm telling you, something's wrong in here. And I don't know what it is yet. And this was two or three years ago. And I said, I, I don't know yet, but something's not right. And if we don't get it fixed, well, the next day was a city prep and we win it in a playoff with Macaulay, you know, and I'm in the paper. We've got great chemistry. I'm like, that's bull. We don't right now. And we ended up being fine. I think we won it. Um, but you just kind of have that feeling, you know, like they were trying to hide something, but it was a competition in the five, six hole. Sure. And it was getting a little chippy. So, um, I like the competition this year's competition had three guys playing for the alternate spot the last day. And they played. And when it was over, I'm watching from 50 yards away. And we better take our hat off, and we better shake hands, and we better ha- – they hugged. And it was one of them's last day. Never going to play again. Didn't make it. He was a senior. They hugged on the oh, last wow. green. Black, I went, we're good. Yeah, now, we weren't – it was a total rebuild this year. I mean, we lost everything from that team the year before that was the 
best team ever, they say. Scoring on, on paper on scoreboard 19 under in two days in high school golf is pretty strong. It's pretty special. It's pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, finally, they all graduated. So it was, we were starting over. What does the first day of Baylor School of Golf in the fall look like? I mean, we, I mean, have we got 50 people wanting to try out? No. You know, and that's, our numbers have grown, um, which is good. We, you know, when I first started with King, we had like six players because they were so good, mm-hmm. the other kids wouldn't even try. I can't make that thing. They didn't even try out. And then, you know, we kind of went, then it's, I think I had, counting girls, I had like 38 people on the roster. I got buses going everywhere, Zeb. I got a bus going to Black Creek, got one going to Moxie Bend, got one going to Creek Spin, got I, which is great. It really is. that um, Now, there are different levels of play, and if, they, if they're just a recreational player, I, I'm trying to keep them because you can play forever. And they go to Moxie Bend and have a big time. Um but yeah, that was my only my, well, King and I King and I butted heads a lot, uh, and I love King to death. And his uh, Margie is, is a, his wife is just so special. My neighbor, by the way. However, one of my I, I thought with Baylor golf at the time was that there was nothing being gone and taken care of for kids that could probably play at any other high school, but there's no chance of. Than playing here, it yeah. sounds like you're to yeah. address that I, somewhat. I, the, uh, Coach Cox kind of helps me with the the group that goes to Mox Bend. He has his own Bill Cox Trophy, and the, the, they go out and play. They have their own little deal at Mox Bend, and you know where they can compete a little bit, um, talk trash or whatever they do at that. You know, that's he handles that group. But um, yeah, I don't want to not have a place for somebody. Right. You know, if, if this is what you want to do after school, then I, I want to do everything. And this Valley Brook deals, I, that's great. That's another place I'm hoping to send some. Sure. So, um, you know that, and, and Brent Henley, talk, we talked about this during Brent's um, podcast, that if you can get a kid and he's into golf, he's going to, he's, those kids typically are the ones that least get in trouble and say they didn't because yeah. I got in my tons of trouble. Mm-hmm. But you're going to meet people along the way that's, that can change your life. Yep. No doubt. Yep. You're going to meet uh, – Brent was talking about, you know, Ira being an influence on him and, and getting him straightened out. And, you know, the fact that, you know, if you, you – you, I've played – I played, got to play with golf with Lou Emig at the end of his career. You know, you're going to meet some people that will change your life. And the fact that you're keeping them around, even though they're not good enough to actually – you know, make your start in five or your, you know, they're not going to be with the yeah. varsity. I think it's just a huge feather in your hat. I had this, I think that's great. Yeah, it's, I would have been one of those. Right. I made this team here. Barely made Red Bank's team. Um, <laughs> but um, then look, then you, you look, you know, 40 years later, and it's what, if I'd have had a bad experience, I wanted anything to do with golf, you know, but I didn't. You know, I had Mike and Ira and Buddy Templeton. They all took, you know, when I hit 16, that, I started working there. Um, so it, it was always um, 
positive sure. deal whether I played well or not. So um, it's a mean game. Go take a shower and you can't play anymore. You know, but <laughs> my yeah. next door neighbor, and I'm glad you said that, and he's going to listen to this, is a guy by the name of Britt Emig. He was King Emig's first cousin. And and Britt's maybe my biggest fan. I mean, he, if I'm in a tournament, he's I'm sending him the golf link stuff. And he, I played bad one day at some big tournament. He sends me this text message. Goes, oh, that bitch got you again, didn't she? <laughs> he's referring to the game yeah. of golf because yeah. she's the cruelest woman I've ever met. And uh, it's true. I mean, it's such a it's such an emotional up and down. Tough. But I just love again, you know, listening to you talking. It's about it's about team. You know, it's about golf. It's just you're getting it, and, and you're and you're seeing the you know the, the results yeah. right. in a completely different mindset than who you followed. Yeah. And I, I did that distinguished service thing. I said if, and I felt fortunate, lucky, whatever you want to say, blessed that you know, growing up in a football family of the the team and fight and bleed and. You know, all that stuff that comes with football. And then to come over here and your second deal is the honor and integrity and all the things. That go. I don't know if you could. I know they have nothing in common, but I don't know if a kid ever needs to play anything different. You're going to get it all from those two. No, oh, sure. And um, if you get off after what you learned in those two on the wrong path, then shame on you. It's right. You know, because you should have been exposed to better. You were talking about, you know, culture and stuff. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to meet him yet, but the new golf coach at UTC. I'm um, not. We have. Wow. This guy. Um, I, I tried to last week. They were playing a qualifier at um, Black Creek, and I saw him on four, and I wanted to catch him on 9T, and I missed him. I was. Well, you and I, I are, we need to hook up yes, and, we and spend some time with this guy. Um we we yesterday two, was it two days ago we were um, Ken and I went and we went out there and we're starting to do some player profile videos um, and I'd already done Blaine's podcast it's the first time I'd have, this would be the first time I'd actually seen him interact with the team and all of a sudden that you know they went from uh, when he shows up now he shows up in June and they they start practicing they're 144th in the country that's you're about at the bottom there. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Right now they are 58 in the country. And all he did was just, but it's, it, he's so good with them. I mean, he's sitting there and they're hitting, and those kids are having a blast. I mean, they're out yeah. there, they're at their facility on Hickory yeah. Valley road. So they're in t-shirts and they're practicing hard, but they're having, they're having fun. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the one that takes all the other stuff off of them. You know, the, what we're ranked and, yeah. you know, and, and keeps them focused. And it, it takes a special person to do that. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, can, t- I can teach them how to play. I'm good at that part of it. I'm not sure I could take five kids and say, okay, here's our goal and how, how are we going to get there together? And, you know, yeah, that's doing the, that. To me, that's the difference in, in, in teachers and coaches. Sure. Instructors. You got to be able to coach Yeah, an instructor and a coach. Um, you got to be able to handle them. And, you know, for years, we had the elephant in the room of a national record of girls, 115. Okay. That, that scared. I mean, it, it, that was a lot of pressure on a 15-year-old girl. How about, I got, a, how about I don't a 40-year-old golf coach? I'm going I'm to 
if I play poorly, I'm going to mess up a national record. And you had to try to manage the elephant in the room. And, um, you know, it was, it was a great deal of pressure. Um, and it, and it went down ugly. Uh, um, when we finally lost, we had a, I think a two shot lead and a two and a half hour rain delay. The boys field did not go back out. I learned something that day. That was two different tournaments. Um, the boys canceled girls, went back out, no warm up, no anything. Two and a half hours. Water everywhere. Of course, pretty much unplayable. Right. And we open up double bogey and it all of a sudden we lose by one. And we gotta handle that right. Now, I gotta handle it right. Sure. And I'm saying, all right, here's the deal. We're gonna go shake Ensworth's hand. I'm not gonna lose it right now on the tournament directors because everybody's watching how we're going to handle this. We're going to handle it right. And then when we get in the, we get in the bus and we can say whatever we want to and nobody can hear us, right. but we're, we got to do this correctly. Um, and I'll wait till I calm down and then I'll address that. Um, I didn't, I didn't think that should go that way. Um, but yeah, you, that, that managing things that are happening um, with teenagers, it's hard to manage when things are going good, much less when things are going bad. Um, but yeah, it's um. I'm gonna ask you a not question. Not as easy as one might think. Oh, when you, uh, I think you probably answered this already, but you know, when you walk away from this thing, whenever that's going to be. What's, what, what, do you want, what do you want people to say that, hey, they, this is what Gary did? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I hadn't spent much time on it. You know, I, you know, the opportunity that I got from King, you know, I, the little short game center he built as a tribute to Betty and his dad and Mr. Lupton, you know, I, I named the – I got it named after – him the the office I call it sure. the, I call it the golfus right but it's really a king's king's hut um, and Even I better. you know um, I, I thought he should have something um, you know I think I the the team and the program has grown in numbers um, I think we kind of withstood the the change in junior golf right now um, of not. You know, golf golf's expensive and Baylor's expensive. Um, I think we've 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 done okay there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've made, we've kept winning. Um, I really am proud of the facility we got built at Black Creek. That was kind of my dream, and then with the help of them, they've been great working with us. Um, I know it was so cool for me. I was in a rain delay one day. I walked in there and sat down in that facility and looked up there and saw my name yeah, on you know, that wall. And I was like, I did I that. Didn't know they did this. I did it the day I took the job. That was one of the first things I did is I want to find out. Is and I probably don't have them all. Everybody that played at the next level, I don't care if you played one match. I don't care if you're a scholarship guy or walk on because – who knows? You, you know, I signed so No, you didn't. You walked. I don't care. Right. If you played at the next level, you're pretty good. That's and cool. we want we want to know. Um, so yeah, you're up there. Um, just put two names on the board the other day. One of them may be my favorite one I put up there. Hayden Hunnicky didn't take 
uh, scholarship to Middle Tennessee. He went to Tennessee and graduated. He's playing at Carson Newman to get his name on that board. It meant something. He goes, I I said, I wanted you on the board four years ago. But he got on there the other day. I got a kid in class right now that told me his dad played at Millsaps. I made him a – he's on the board. Went up the other day. Um, I've gotten Alan Smith. Oops, Smith. I didn't know him. It's in his obituary. Played golf at Chattanooga. You're on the board. Yeah. He won't see it, but I hope his family does. Um, I think it's cool. I've, it's really neat. It, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool list. Yeah, I mean, you got to get a bigger a building pretty, too. That thing's gonna start wrapping around. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good list. Um, it's some really nice universities. And, yeah, um, yeah, but it it took a little while to get that going. Well, and I, and I, like I said, it's always a work in progress. Well, it's 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 cool. I can't thank you enough. I mean, I just. I think I've done two of these now, and where I got I've got blown away by the guest. Well, and today has been one of those days. Uh, I'm so impressed with what, what how you're handling things, and um, it's just, it's obvious why you you've gotten all these awards and and, and well deserved. And Baylor's lucky to have you. That's for sure. Well, I appreciate it. Um, we try to get try to get better every day. All right, in every area. We'll keep watching you. Well, I appreciate it. All right, Thanks. thank you. Wow. I hope that every person that coaches a golf team, whether it's middle school, high school, or even college, will listen to this episode. Coach Partrick really understands what it means to coach a team. It's no wonder he is receiving all these awards. He definitely deserves all of them. So that's it for this week. I really appreciate you listening today. I'm Zeb Patton, and we'll see you next time.